Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Welcome back to Goblins of Conquest. So we're waiting for Danny to be on the load here, because apparently it's like frozen halfway. We'll pick up where our missing paladin was, when the group decided to head off without him, because he apparently doesn't trust any of y'all. And he went off to a secret rendezvous. Because remember that little magic book you have with the written in a language you don't have? Yep. Since you don't speak Draconic? Yep. Oh, what are the attitudes? You actually know someone in the area who does jobs like translating things for, for evil creatures. That's okay. So, so what is the name of this hag that you know that's out in the woods? <laughs> and it can't be Hagrid. Just because she's been annoying me today, right? <laughs> oh, no, this is your card, <laughs> Let's go about that. <laughs> In case she listens. Oh, see you your character sheet. <laughs> I'm kidding, I have a recently good relationship with my ex-wife. She just bugged me about because we have no control over her. <laughs> what? You don't have control over everything? Despite my better judgment, no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Every time I walk by, I'm no allergic. Don't you dare spray that in this direction. I so I have, I'm really sensitive to smells. So I'm I'm just waiting for the day that they catch me, like when I'm really bad and will vomit that smells. Because <laughs> they're not gonna like that. <laughs> I'll teach them to show. But they'll never forget it. <laughs> You'll never have to worry about it again. <laughs> this is one of the freaking funniest things I've ever seen. See, that's, that's the response I'd have for, you know, kids tormenting me about it. <laughs> By the time it gets that bad, my sister's usually like, guys, really, she's <laughs> And you can't <laughs> like, like continue it. watching. It's like, it's a train wreck. It's slow motion. And, yep, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, grappling in, in RPGs. Like, ah, I don't remember going. 
Usually it's a pain in the ass in every RPG because the thing is it's group based, so you don't want one person to grapple the monster and now everybody gets free shots of the monster. Yeah. Because that's usually what it comes down to with grapple rules is the how to not dig the one versus five guy. To which you reply with an army of kobold monks wanting to grapple all of you guys. And it just means that there's five monks for each of you grabbing a different body part. Your character sheet should be coming up shortly. Can I use a goblin as a weapon? <laughs> as an improvised weapon? Yes. So, so what is the name of the hag that you know about in the woods? You friend folks, come on. Magrid. Magrid? Yeah. I don't want to use Hagrid. <laughs> It could have been Aggie. Okay, so of course, you know, the camera pans in with you trudging. You know, you've got like, you know, some dead rabbits or something. It's trivia, I'm assuming. Or maybe a cobalt, one of the cobalts that was mounting off you. Oh, we took care of You have the babies and eggs. Yeah, there you go. Let's not go. Let's not go. We have eggs. We have to eat breakfast. So of course you here you are going up to the tree home of, of the, the hag that you, you found out where she is. You've got the, the book that you need translated. You, so what kind of tribute are you bringing for? Uh, a collection of cobalt eggs and leftover cobalt meat. Okay. We should have enough of that. <laughs> sure. Until until the, the rest of the goblins go ravenous through the rest of it. So you you go there and you know you, you knock on the door, have that, that horrible tense moment. It is a hag, by the way. You know, you know she can end you if she wanted to, or where she can do something horrible to you from long distance. Yeah. Okay. death. So you know, she, you, you get that. Come in, dearie. <laughs> the deepest female voice you've ever heard. Right. Okay. As you open the door, immediately you see things like inside. There's wind chimes made of tea and other creepy things. You see in the corner there's some human children in cages, very small cages, and tons of little little hoodoo items, like roots that have been dried with some hair tied around them. And, and this horrible green-skinned hag like pulls this bowl of like assorted bones and meat, and then she like reaches down and takes, obviously you see is a heart of a humanoid, and puts it on top of the bowl. And she just like kind of like comes looking at you like she already knew you were coming. Like, I'm a seat. And she points and blood just dripping off her hand from whatever she got this heart from. And she puts the bowl down in the middle of the table like like a fruit assortment. What can I do for you? I come seeking to have a book translated that I think is important. Knowledge is the most expensive thing of all. Those who have it just need to know to charge the right price. So what are you what are you needing translated? I'll present her the book. Okay, you can put the book down. She kind of like immediately it, it gets you because you throw the book down with one of her blade fingers, she flips the book open, and you're just like blood stain on the book, do you mind? 
<laughs> and, and she just like as soon as you looked down at her hand stained in the book, she's looking right at you to see how you were reacting. And she's just like, mm, interesting. And she just starts continue. What what else is it that you want? That she just like starts leaving the book. And what race is she? Oh, she's a hat. Okay. It's, yeah. Literally. Basically, think witch. Think think Shakespeare's three witches. Yes, they're even scarier when they're straight and look at us and then cast lots more magic. She's asking, what else I want? Yeah. <clears throat> Are we talking, discussing grand scheme of things, want, or immediate want? Why can't they be the both the same? It's not often a hobgoblin comes seeking knowledge and roots on books. For now, the information contained in the book is what I want. I, I will trade you a thing for a thing. I will translate every page of this book for you. What what language would you prefer? <laughs> Are you sure it's a crude language? Will it lose anything in the translation? Not with not with me writing it. So then there's something I would like. Okay. And she, she reaches over, she offers you a herbal concoction. Wasn't it Conan that was stuck in that yurt with the hag? Well, he made love to the hag. And then she turned nasty. Oh, As <laughs> you see her tongue would snake out and start licking the blood off the page. So, so she offers you a beverage. I'll drink. And she just is this staring at it with the beverage as you pick it up. I won't even hesitate. It's just basically some kind of herbal tea. Okay. But it seems to be no no geeky thing going on about it. And then she's like giving you the big one-eyed stare as you're drinking it, and she's like switching between watching you finish it and flipping through the pages. And as she she. Leads across and pulls out a scribe's kit, basically a little, little briefcase style scribe's kit, and basically flips it open. You see like all these mishmash writing implements, vellum, leather, different types of you know paper, and she just starts like choosing which one is the most appropriate for this. If you think it's pork vellum, it's not. <laughs> The other one. <laughs> the other other one. <laughs> and she pulls out a, you know, it looks like a reasonable amount of paper that'll translate what's what's written in the book. And, and she waits for you to finish you drinking your drink. And she's just like, as soon as you finish, she just, would you like some more? No, thank you. What is the price? She then snatches your tea and immediately pulls out a little old nasty ratty cloth and does the pumps your tea upside down. And then she starts looking at the tea leaves. And she, she looks at you and looks at the tea with one big eye. I'm going vibrant at yesterday. <laughs> As she sees, I see that you're going on a trip soon. <clears throat> she was named Anne Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> is this true? Yes. Where is it you journey to? I see it's a place with water. 
the swamp. It's a very interesting place there. I see that you do not travel alone, you are alone now. How many companions or, or subordinates are you traveling with? Four. As she like eyeballs in your, your holy symbol on your armor. <laughs> so she, she, she pulls out a little quill and takes a small piece of paper. And immediately starts sort of like doodling with her brush. The price to translate this book shan't be that expensive. I sense that uh, we may have a, a helpful, beneficial relationship with one another. Do you think that's so? Yeah. And then she like you know. Dipped her brush and her drink, she had some other colors. Starts swirling, and then Monster she's drinking. Go, <laughs> go do all the work for us. And then she's, she's just waiting for your response. So she's, she's looking right at you and like doodling with you with these papers. Because I'm all going, hell no. Has anything, hell no. But I need the I need this translation, so yeah. And, and then she she takes the paper and starts to fold it and then squeezes it and some paint comes out. She pulls the portrait over and then she slides the picture to you what looks like a very large snake, but with blue eyes. The price for this translation is the snake with the blue eyes. It will take me some time to translate this properly. If you would be so kind as to find out what this means and bring me the snake with blue eyes. Normally, I wouldn't ask, it just take liberty. Does the snake need to be alive? <laughs> she like slides the paper over and she starts to do it. As she, she, she pricks her finger with an old rusty fish hook and she just like patters some blood on the paper. And then she takes the paper and shakes it on the floor and takes excess blood off. And and she puts the paper back there. You, strangely enough, the black blood that she dripped all over the paper, there seems to be like nine little biceps through the snake. Apparently, you need to bring it back in nine pieces. Nine. Nine pieces. Is this something I can trust a powerful hobgoblin of strength and renown to do? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You just pull off eight scales. I don't know what you're doing. You can have the clerics. And pretty much as she's waiting for you to answer, you see her and her paper start to translate the, the title of the book immediately. And she's just looking at you all. I'll get it. Ugh. Ugh. And she like tries to give you a comforting pat uh, on your hand. Like a really scary <laughs> grandmother. And she slides the bowl of, of assorted meat products 
<laughs> Are you sure you do not need sustenance for the journey ahead? I'll be fine. Distressful <laughs> by nature, and it's a hag. <laughs> Very well. Take this page with you, so you may recognize the blue-eyed serpent when you see it. It's gonna be hard with this. <laughs> As you know, she basically she's getting to and you see her as she's writing it, she reaches over and grabs the heart and bites into it like an apple, just splatters blood all over the page. She's doing great. As long as I can read it. <laughs> Would you like some more tea for the trip? No. <laughs> I'll make my exit. Okay, and she she basically and for the first time she throws your name out. And make sure you mind the green fog. No, no, the yellow fog. Don't eat the yellow fog. Get away. And as you basically are walking out and having the EBGBs, as you just hear, hey. One of the children walked up in there. As, as she gives you some issues, she's like, cool. Almost. <laughs> Immediately goes over the bowling water and makes a poached egg. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have the, the picture of the, the blue-eyed serpent. Kind of makes no sense the moment, but you're, you're, you're pretty much sure it'll make sense eventually. So you've got one of the uh, the wolf riding mounts. I do. You? I uh, sure. Is that how you want to catch up with the group? I will take that. Okay. So for a screen swipe, to uh, there's this horrible scene where our death cleric is looming over the dead corpse <laughs> of the priest in Pagalore. As opposed to the live corpse. <laughs> hey, never dissuade what she can do with the corpse. Death cleric. <laughs> Fair enough. She's reading the intro. <laughs> as, as as you are sensing that uh, when, when you're scrying the entrails, you have a head now. You can give me in our roll. My God, really? And as, as you pull out the dehydrated entrails and slide them on the ground, eighteen, eighteen hole. You basically are looking at the entrails and you're like, I'm not interested in pulling them with stick and spreading them out with your picture. She's <laughs> But she now knows what he had for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but but you do realize because you know your your religious tithing as it is is is, is a little rejected to, of uh, Bergediak, the goblin god who's known as the peacekeeper. Okay. Which is a horrible title because the only reason he's called the peacekeeper is because his concept is all goblins should work together against every non-goblin in the galaxy. Peacekeeper. Yeah. Oh, buddy, held pieces. <laughs> and, and one word conscionable divination of the peaceable land which of course with your religious background you realize peaceful lands isn't really a peaceful place it's basically a uh, religion as well as you're just like battling incoherently and reading these attestments Okay, you, you do know that the, the peaceful lands is his level in the nine, nine levels of hell. That's his domain where he fights the orcs. 
because of course, you know, it works now. You guys get along. So you know that the, the peaceable lands are what they call his poor partial account. Where he basically, it's a giant military camp because, you know, that's what he does. Trade goblins, be a giant army, and take, take over the world. But you sense that you will be setting foot on the peaceable lands. Okay. Or maybe it was once the peaceable lands before it became a place in heaven. Probably. <laughs> or hell on earth. It could have been the human, it could have been the goblin version of that before it became a part of religion. It could be that there was a place before there was the and meanwhile, there's like 12 terrified people tied up on the side of the road watching you read the cleric's entrails. Remember those, those pilgrims? And you, know, you guys have got them all secured and locked down. You're three mercenaries that you've recruited. Minus the one that escaped through the bushes. And as just about you guys, you're making some kind of dinner. What are, what are the goblins making for dinner? Dirt and sticks. I don't <laughs> As the goblin is feeding dirt and sticks to the, the prisoners, wow. you hear the, the plodding footsteps of a riding wolf coming up with your paladin in tow. It's just about that time that the tide was over. You didn't get It's quite the entrance. Oh, no. Go ahead. They are already dehydrated. Kind of like deep jerky. Yeah. So when you're coming up, you see they've got about 12 pilgrims on their knees on the side of the road tied up. A wagon with, you know, the, the, the tow animals. They've got three humans on horseback that seem to be taking Ty's direction for good reason. Okay. Give me a history roll. No. I was assuming I'd have an advantage too because of their kelp. No. Uh, 12. 12? They've got some kind of uniform armband that you recognize it must be some kind of not national symbol, but some kind of mercenary band symbol. What were their names? Okay. I think we only named one of them. So we had Bess. He was the talkative guy who was like, yeah, boss, you got it. V-E-S-S? V-E-S. Okay. Then we've got Kron. He, he's, he's the quiet guy who looks like he's got a big old scar on his eyes. He's kind of roguelike. And then we've got Dak. And they're pretty much, they seem to be towing the line and taking whatever cues they can from these two. And trying to avoid these two little delicious guys. They're avoiding the goblins and, and sticking around the bugbear that's terrifying and the hobgoblin that's absolutely terrifying. And they seem to be avoiding eye contact with what's going on on the ground. With the whole dried up entrails. Was there any food with these pilgrims? The pilgrims actually do have bread and water in the way. Okay. It didn't give me the button. The weapons. What's your sandwich? Sounds good. So both your weapons are going to be plus five, which is your dex plus two. 
That's the reason why I do that. Didn't we kill like one of their animals? Yeah, you killed one of the animals. Yeah, we can do that. Right. Yeah. And in like one Actually, split, I think that didn't, didn't you offer to cook the ox legs Yeah. Or maybe I was thinking of I think you're, you're, probably, you're probably thinking, of, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, the other thing I was going to say, like, the wanderer, I could, yeah, I could forward, I could forward from five, 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 five people in general, but, but yeah, if the ox we already got the ox. Yeah, we got the ox, yeah, that's good thing. Yeah, we were talking about butchering the ox. Uh huh. Killing the other Well, no, we already killed the one. Uh huh. So that's pretty big and it should be sufficient. We have to mm-hmm. feed a bugbear for a day. Right. And he's so, going to work on the entrance. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, some of the bread and, and water over to the, well, to these two first if they want him and her, and, uh, and then get the rest of the mercenaries for now. Yeah, I mean, you notice they like start stuffing their, their tunic with, with the extra bread just to make sure they've got food. And this is a region that is usually traveled by people like him, these some mercenaries, or? It, it, this is civilized road, so. Okay. If, go if you stay on the highway for much longer, someone could come, you know, passing by. I'm gonna go over to the priest. Okay. And take his head and continue to twist it until it separates from the body. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go get a- Desiccated. A reed or something, you know, a stick, and then just mount it on the side of the road. You could even take his quarter staff. Hey, walking stick. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the quarter staff, but is it is No, I meant the well, yes. The priests. Is it magical or? No, no, it's just a wooden stick. That's true. I could use this quarter staff. I'll use that. Okay, so you just plant it in the ground, stick the head on top of it, mm-hmm. get that extra moment to adjust it so it's proper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then you can go down the road a little ways and put a different arm or hand. <laughs> Turn that with um, a finger. The so wizard is getting a little gory here. So, so, so you're, you're prodding up about this point, okay. yeah? As soon as that, the camera sees the bugbear slam the head down and then right past the head as you coming down the road. Nice of you to join us. Do you have to take care of? Well, you did send them ahead, you know. I'm assuming he has a holy symbol. The, 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 the holy man? You don't think you see because someone already took it. He's, he's wearing, you know, ratty robes that seem to be all, all pilgrim like. Someone already pocketed the holy symbol. She's still going to play off that she declared the payload. I don't know. A couple of my pie. So, what do you guys do now that you're over back up? Oh, I'm just uh, special, that's all. It's okay. <laughs> So the goblin is, you know, the goblin rogue is busying herself with her, her little mouse, who's now growing through a loaf of bread. Right? Huh? Well, it's going to be plus your dead. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. 
So you're, you're plus five to attack and plus three to damage. Pretty much it's the exact same for all the letters. The short O would be equal. Okay, so plus five for attack. Plus three to damage. So you guys basically, do you want to camp out overnight on the side of the road here, or do you guys want to move on? And then comes the question, what are you going to do with the prisoners? And your mercenaries? We're also kind of prisoners. We were headed to some pyramid, right? Mm -hmm. The temple in the swamp. Yep, the yeah. temple that used to be in this beautiful plains, which is now a swamp. Well, and if we let them go, they're going to warn somebody that they live. If we take them with us. Yeah, we don't want to yeah. As I say, was that ever a really good option? <laughs> and you guys are discussing this amongst yourselves openly, mildly, or privately? <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I'm not going to quiet this out. We're going to speak loud and speak fast. You know? yeah. Okay, so of course the mercenaries are kind of fidgety at you know, this, this taco that we're not taking with us. The, the hostages are definitely getting fidgety. Yeah, I see. So, so what did you guys plan? Yeah, we could always leave the hostages in the care of the mercenaries and just let them decide. And we can be on our way. Unless I wake up. She's not smart. We don't need the extra baggage right now, and I really don't feel like not baggage. Just because you fit in a bag. You're you're in a tree. I don't see you at the moment. Yeah. If, if we're going to let the mercenaries go, let's not get let's not let them have the horses as well. Though. Oh, good point. Because we already lost one. Because yeah, maybe he he still has horses. Good point. So very good point. They're gonna go back and tell. Yeah. Yeah, but it's gonna take it's gonna take them a good long time. Yeah, so at least slow slow the rest of them down. Like yeah, I'm low on these. It's we need to try we, to hunt them down. We we yeah probably. we take all the pack animals. Remember, he 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 left you guys in the dirt. Yeah. yeah I, I can try to track them down. No, but, no, but that, that's might be too much of a yeah too much of a. Um. So leave them all at the side of the road. And Really? <laughs> Go on our way. I'm just it's stepping out of character. <laughs> <laughs> what is your line? No, no, no. Wait, wait. I have a reason for it. <laughs> She's got that smile. I think when she says leave about the side of the road, she doesn't mean what we make she does. Pickled humans feet. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to write that. I love <laughs> it. What do we have pickling? No, not with you. I've got a bag. And when he says pickle, he means a bag. Have you tasted his cookie? Yeah, it's 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 palatable. It's a goblin ranger at I think it's a little gamey at times. I enjoy it. It's how I like it. So what is the general plan? What's your As the three mercenaries are sticking themselves. We take the hands. Leave them their feet. They can just walk back with no hands. Do we need the hands for the thing? 
But he's like immediately when you say tie them up, he like takes the dagger and tries to nonchalantly slide it into his boot. Just out of curiosity, what languages do you speak? I think it's goblin, human, and that's it. Or common, I should say. Goblin, common? Goblin, common. And the archaeology gave me a choice. Oh, that's true. But they were, uh, we're kind of close because one of them was. The abysmal, abysmal. Thank you for speaking abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk demon tongue together. I'm gonna let him know. That's gonna be just, the secret hobgoblin language. I, I'm gonna let him know what I just saw about the knife going into the boot in the abysmal. Okay. Now all of you guys are like, oh, now we're left out of the conversation. That's easy enough. That means he's gonna want to tie off. Once he's tied up, he can pull the knife out of the boot. Good idea. By the way, I'm okay with letting them go. I'm okay with removing their hands. I just, I don't think it's quite enough to let them know that we're here. So they're sure that we're here. What do you suggest? Scarification. Scarification. I like where you're going with this. I agree. (laughs) The bloody red hand. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Let's, let's make that happen. <laughs> I need to tie him up. 
Oh yeah, I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you just like to bounce and win dinner for me. Okay. <laughs> so so what, what is your plan once you guys finish plotting and doing what prep work you have to? So the so the the hostages are already tied up. Hostages are all tied up. It's take the call the call the mercenaries over. Okay, you, you gesture to them. And they're impressed with your stature and your armor. They 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 like come and they they stand at attention. Well, they still be able to really leave their hands off and cut their clothes off. <laughs> They're less likely to die probably from that than you know as far as We can start that. But if we if we just cut the Achilles tendon, you don't get as much food. True. Or you cut the Achilles tendon off and you make friendship bracelets out of Friendship bracelets are hard to eat. I'm not sure about the bugbear eating everything inside. But for good cause. It's a bugbear. Some people already talked about some of the goblins. So, of course, they're standing at attention with waiting. So, they're still wearing their armbands? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously they have no intention. So, I'll let them know the plan. What is that the plan? We'll spend the night, and obviously their loyalties split. So, trusting them at this point is not really an option. <laughs> we, 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 we said to the bugbear that we would serve his cause if he spared our lives. I'm just <laughs> tapping my arm. Literally, I'm. It is you, Ivy Arpans, and uh, the cleric's tapping her her wicked stick that's got dried entrails on the tip of it on her arm. <laughs> they all kind of like give a passing glance to their arm when they're showing the colors, and, and of course, you know, that's the first one. Omiyah he pulls his dagger out, slides it under, cuts the bandana off. Immediately goes over and throws his colors in the fire. I say, okay, he's a keeper. <laughs> the other two kind of watch him do that, and they, they, they give him the double look, like seriously, and he just gives them the nod, you know, the nod. And they immediately start untying theirs and throw on the fire as well. Oh, quandaries. I think until we can rely on your loyalties, we will tell you what. When the obvious doesn't have to be pointed out. <laughs> as long as you, 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 you swear an oath, you won't kill us when we're tied up. Oh, we won't kill you. Okay, so so he kind of gestures to the guys, and they like, they like stick their hands out. <laughs> The one guy gives this sour look and the both guys give him a look like seriously. Because <laughs> he just like shrugs not and they're like, yeah. I'm assuming you're disarming them completely, right? Yeah. Okay. Take the knife and leave the sword. But here's the thing, is that we know that he speaks goblin. So I think to say something in goblin to him, it gives makes him a little white eyed would be good. <laughs> it's important to listen in. 
And do you say that in album? Yes. Okay, so immediately gets like, oh, big guy, like, oh, hopefully my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, basically the guys kind of like pull their cloaks as much as they can over themselves to stay warm. And they sit with their backs to each other. But I say, that could be a boon in your favor. To the one that knows Goblin? And Goblin. And he just kind of gives you the non-committal, not as idiots. So, like, slight little chagrin smile, you know. And next time you shouldn't have wrecked so quickly. <laughs> so, you guys do anything once you have them all tied out? What do you think that your. Harder than us. What do you think your parsley did? The piss out the ground. Are you asking that? And, uh, that's basically just. Uh, if anything, he, he probably deserted the company and ran back to his village. He's, he's crying about missing his new wife and afraid that some of his local uh, townsfolk would take advantage of him not being home with her. I mean, it's that role. <laughs> 17. You, you think he's not saying everything? What would you do with a prisoner? Well, I mean, prisoners can be bartered and sold as, as either slaves or sold back to the people. I could barter and sell them, you're saying? You, 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 could, you could find a purchaser of them. Further north of the coastline, the slaves are a, a, a precious commodity. <coughs> And that's what you would do? I, I personally wouldn't waste my time with it because they'd be more work than they would be work because, you know, having to feed them and travel with them with them on foot would be a snail's pace. We could, yeah. feed, them, feed, we could feed the tree. So we went back to his village, huh? Uh, most likely, that's, that's that's where he probably would have went. What else? And, and as soon as you say that, he's go on. He, he, I, he would be a fool to try to go back to our company and tell anyone we're we're two days ride from here. Just two days. You don't need to miss several days. It's part of that seventeen-year-old. You're getting the he's, he's kind of maybe the Coming second part is more on the level. And what would your uh, captain do? Well, of course, my captain would mobilize our cavalry and come chase us all down and kill kill this whole group. And he kind of looks and realizes maybe I shouldn't sit as a Bradley. <laughs> Obviously, that's what you'd want. How many? I, I I simply want to make money. I mean, I don't. And you're getting that he's telling you truth, but he's strictly his cash. And I'm kind of gazing at him, but also looking at his buddies when he's saying this part. Okay, go ahead and give me an insider roll for that. 19. You're giving me the, the distinct impression that they want him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> because they were counting on Buddy going for help to send reinforcements. Just bide the time. Two days ride on horseback means it's not going to be a two day ride. Are you saying that? He, he basically, he, it would be at, at best. Four days. And 
he was going the wrong direction as it was, so he would have to find a place to double back and forth. So, and he basically, you see, just uses over the idea. It would probably be at least six days before reinforcements arrive. Surely we will be long gone by then. Surely. How many are in this company? Uh, our company is, is, is 400 strong. Still telling. He still seems to be telling the truth. He sucks at lying, so he at this point has realized deception's not the way to go. Why are you in the area? Uh, we, we get paid to patrol the way the, uh, the local merchants tip us and, and wares and look the other way when we, we choose to increase that tip. I thought time. you were delivering a dowry. As I kind of bring my finger up to my... Sixteen. Okay, you drop that. He basically gives this non-committal shrug that yes, we, we, we do deliver parcels as well. This will be a little more than parcels. I'm learning that your captain was prepared to make bribes. Well, it's information is known to be parcel, but yes, that that's that, that that's true as well. So this is a bigger sticking spit in the eye because we took their you know, this special entourage. Did you clue him in on that? He doesn't know about anything. Well, I'm just telling him. Yeah. So your captain's gonna be a little more pissed off than normal. Uh he he would probably be losing his his mind at this point. What's so what specifically is the parcel? Do you if you ask that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we just said it for fun. Okay. <laughs> enlighten, enlighten my, my friend. And, and I used the term. He, he basically, <laughs> we, were, we were coming to uh, deliver some gold as well as a uh, note of promise for a dowry for my commander for his bride to be. Unfortunately, uh, the coin was, was in the horse that escaped. <laughs> he would have eaten the horse. <laughs> and the promissory note. Uh, and he kind of like does this look both ways, uh, and he, he gestures that he's tied up and he can't get it for you right now. Yeah, but you can tell me where. Uh, it, it, it would be. It's tucked in my armor. Gestures with his hands again. Come on, throw in your bone, man. I bring forth the dagger and then hold his hands up roughly and start hacking at it. Considering all the information you've shared with us, I think that this wouldn't weigh well with your captain. I'm pretty sure that uh, helping you out as I have, I've probably given myself a death sentence if uh, anyone finds out. And he kind of does the double take, looking at the guy's next to And considering how much his partners have spoken to, and I wink at you as I say that. And then oh. the, the quiet guy with the boot and the dagger gives you this like, I don't know. Oh, you're, oh. You, you talk to no end. 
Yeah. Uh, everything we found, we just found out you and your buddy said. And the captain kind of smirks at that. He's just like, okay. <laughs> and as soon as you cut him loose, he immediately reaches into his armor plate and pulls out this, this very fine note that's got a seal on it. And he's just like, Okay, I'll crack it open and read it. Okay, it's basically just the captain is promising protection to this village, and he promises that he'll station a group of garrison, a group of soldiers there to protect the village in exchange for his number two daughter, yada yada. And as long as her, you know, she is intact as the old contracts go. And her virtue is unbesmitched, that, uh, and also be a. Uh, Pittance of a hundred gold coins a year given in this wealth for the first five years of their marriage. And of course, if he, if he leaves her, he'll leave 50 gold a year afterwards. What's the captain's name? Uh, the captain you're working with is Vex. You mean his, his commander? His commander's name? You can, this beautiful Hogarth. The Bull. And it's just beautiful script. It's very beautifully scripted. You can see it's all, you know, sides and letters, hand scroll work. And it's got his, his, it looks like his banner written on it, his little crest. Which you recognize before they burn their bandanas, they, they had that embroidered on them. Okay, I think we can use those. You have a message? Yeah, no. Until Stays with the guys, but he's like, you know, just doing the whole grabbing his wrists, you know, uh, getting the blood flow back. I think it's sending her love. See if we get it at the fifth level. Yeah, I don't have it yet. Okay. So he, and he looks at the both of you and basically says, if I may be so bold to inquire, what is the, what is the mission? <laughs> Don't tell him to look your hands. <laughs> she wants the hands. She wants the hands. They can listen to their hands. <laughs> they don't want to. <laughs> That's probably a good decree. We can start sending out the goblin patrols to gather hands. 
Conversation with her easily being overheard, and they're getting the idea that uh, he's just smoking his pipe and watching you guys and listening. And he's like just just nodding along as he's offering his pipe to the guys because they're shit situation. This, this is one of those just bend over and take it. <laughs> After all, he's just here for money. Okay. How much money do we have on us? We could give them a little bit of pay. Wow. Well, they can return to the government. Oh, good point. See, I've only got 35 gold on these. Only 35 gold? You mean a month's salary for a soldier? <laughs> okay, so basically they nod off in the middle of the night, you know, you, still, you hear the sobbings of the pilgrims tied up crying overnight. 
the bugbears fed the mercenaries, which was, they actually appreciated that, by the way. <laughs> Me like, like, raw um, for human standards. The god was like, Right. So do you do you feed the pilgrims then? Yes, because I need them strong for the tree. Okay. So so they begrudgingly eat. They only get half portions. I think he's talking about the slaves. Going to the tree. <laughs> okay, so so morning sun comes up, you know, you guys are like the humans are like, hey, the sun's up. And you're hearing like murmurs of Taylor, we praise sunrise, we're still alive. This little grandmother, you see, like secretly kind of pulls out her little Taylor sons. I'll take it. <laughs> and he, as you rip it off her neck, the cord breaks, and she keeps it this look like, no! In the priest's mouth. <laughs> In the head. Yeah. Oh, and you just hear this like chain of sobbing starting up, and of course, like, like one of the younger women dying on top of the old lady so you don't be, kill the old lady. <laughs> well, That's too evil. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't remember any evil enough. Yes. <laughs> I keep telling you that again. Explain that. They're not alive because of people. What? No chaotic evil corpses found in the morning? No, no, no. I'm talking about our other group is, is like constantly goes like, you don't understand what it really is. People can't yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're worried about the evil. It's not just going into a village and ransacking it. No. Yeah, no. It's burning their, their mill and their silos. So they starve over the winter, but when you come back next time. They think that's killing bandits. If people are terrible, would you be here? Ooh, and of course, people are sobbing at that. So, and mercenary captain, you know, asked permission in the morning if you can untie them. Give, he has instructions on what to do and come okay. to us for his payment. Okay, so so what is what is what is he supposed to do? Deliver them and the note to Um my friend or my your your acolyte. My acolyte. Yeah. Okay. And then return to us to to receive payment. Uh where will you be? Mm-hmm. We should be uh, okay, are you, you giving us the general direction and say follow the signs? Follow the security corpses. Okay, I'll give the general direction. Okay. The severed hands are pointing the way. That's hands nails a tree. Oh, that's. You know what the horrible part is? They're like this. You know what the really horrible part is? I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm so, not, I, I, I was only showing your hands here. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the light with the to- with the log from the fire. <laughs> We're gonna cauterize these hands. Spearing is a is a cantrip, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a It is actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I have meant it as well, but I don't think that'll work as well. <laughs> so so are you are you gonna cut off some of the hands? And that is a good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows such as D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion Hero to Ragnarok Story.
Thank you for listening. Hello, this is Eric. And Wendy Strzok with Stone Valley Hobby and Games. We sell board games, card games, role-playing games, and supplies. We have thousands of Magic the Gathering cards available, carry Kickstarter products, and work with veteran-owned small businesses to bring you our own line of products. We are a small business retailer, but we offer competitive prices, a loyalty system, and free shipping on orders over $100. As a military veteran myself, I'm a strong supporter of our armed forces, their families, and contractors out there doing the hard job. So any order from an AA, AE, or EP address will be shipped absolutely free. Remember, StoneValleyGames.com, where we take your leisure seriously.